Hi, my name is Sonia Turbox, and I'm with Spy Juice Bar. I am the owner, and I'm here with SoFlo Vegan. Hey everybody, this is Sean Russell, founder of SoFlow Vegans and the host of the SoFlow Vegans podcast. We're a media networking community focused on making South Florida a global hotspot for veganism. One of the ways we do this is by producing content featuring amazing vegan entrepreneurs, activists, and so much more. This week, we feature Sonia Turboss, who is the founder of Spa Juice Bar and a breast cancer survivor that used juicing as a way to help heal and transform her health. SoFlo Vegans had a chance to sit down at their Fort Lauderdale location in the heart of Los Olas. In this episode, we learn about the healing power of plants, how age is nothing but a number, and explore the power of juicing. This is a must listen to anyone looking for tips to improve their health and get inspired by a powerful vegan woman. In this episode, we also feature a clip from Karen Calabrese explaining more about the healing power of plants and juicing. So you get a double dose of juicing goodness on this episode. You're welcome. Be sure to support our growing movement by going to soflowvegans.com slash support and send any questions that you may have, our comments or feedback to contact at soflowvegans.com. So enjoy today's episode featuring Sonia Turbos from Spa Juice Bar. You are listening to the SoFlow Vegans Podcast. So everybody, welcome to the SoFlow Vegans Podcast. Today we are here with Sonia Turbos, who is the founder and owner of Spa Juice Bar. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. Now I came earlier, and I'll, I'm just tell the story. I came like maybe a couple of days ago with the intention of doing the video, but we just sat down and organically started speaking. And then everything you said was like, this should be a podcast. And I didn't want you to repeat it like in the recording. So I was like, let's come back, have it all fresh, tell that story. And it's actually good because now I know a little bit more about you from you speak from us having that conversation. So everyone that's watching right now or listening can know more about you as well. Sweet. I love that. So love that. so we always start off with our origin story, our vegan origin story, plant-based origin story. How did you go start going down this path? of, you know, taking care of your health. Okay, it happened, hmm, I think it's about 10, 11 years ago. I've been a juicer for that long. And I became a juicer as a result of cancer. Mm. I was diagnosed in my 40s with mucinous carcinoma, which is a rare form of cancer. And it usually affects women who are older and women who have not had, and when I say older, I mean, women who are in their 60s, because at the time I was only in my 40s, um, women who have not had children. So what happened was I, well, let me just take a step back. A good friend of mine, Mark Linksman, he and I were talking and he was telling me about juicing. And at the time I was like, no, Mark, I really don't like juicing. And he's like, well, juicing is really good for you. And I go, yeah, but every time I make a juice, I never like it. So he was suggesting that I purchase this uh, Green Star juicer. And I go, yeah, well, maybe. And two weeks later, I'm diagnosed with breast cancer. So my 
initial thought, first of all, when you're diagnosed with cancer, your initial thought is, I'm going to die. And then something else hit me. Like Mark, Mark mentioned the uh, juicer. So I call Mark up immediately and I go, Mark, the juicer. What is that juicer again? He told me Green Star Juicer, but I never told him that I was just diagnosed with cancer. So I ordered the Green Star Juicer and I go to my bookshelf and there's a book on my bookshelf by Dr. N.W. Walker. Now, Dr. N.W. Walker is the pioneer on juicing. Okay. Um, and I'll tell you a little bit about his story. But anyway, I go through the book and my eyes rest on this page where he talks about the importance of cleansing the colon. Oftentimes when someone is sick, it's a result of a toxic colon. And he had a formula there, which I have on my shelf now. I call it the internal cleanse. And it was carrot and spinach juice. So once the juicer arrived, I started juicing carrot spinach juice. And this is before I went in for my pre-op. Dr. Walker says it really doesn't matter how much you drink, as long as you drink a lot, more more than 16 ounces. So I started consuming 64 ounces of the carrot spinach juice a day. And literally, I did it like this. I held my nose and I would drink it um, because I knew that it was going to do something for me. Not really knowing exactly what, but I knew it was going to do something. So I started drinking the carrot spinach juice. And then on the weekends, I was doing the Purplicious, which is up there on the menu, which is a mixed berries of kale and spinach. And I would do 32 ounces of Purplicious on Saturday and Sunday, along with, this is where the universe is so divine. It's amazing because I felt like as I consume more and more juice, my inner voice, uh, my connection to the higher being was listening. I was so connected. So then I started finding out about the Essex formula, um, burdock root, the healing herbs, burdock root, blood purifier, uh, milk thistle, dandelion, liver cleanser. So I started focusing primarily on my colon, my liver, and my, um, my colon, my liver, and my kidneys because I was flushing. Um, so I started drinking these herbal teas along with it. Now, I'm going to this. I'm going to the uh, Sylvester Cancer Center, which is down in Miami. And right before my pre-op, I'm telling my husband, John, I think my tumor is shrinking because I was really fortunate. I could actually see the tumor under the right fold of my breast. Mm-hmm. So I was constantly watching it <laughs> and meditating and zapping it with energy. Oh, it's just it was it was totally an internal experience. But anyway, right before um, pre-op, I say to John, I think my tumor is shrinking. It's weird, but it's shrinking. He goes, that can't be. I go, I know. So I go into Sylvester, and my surgeon is examining examining me, getting me ready for pre-op. And he goes, your tumor has shrunk. And I go, I I know. (laughs) And he goes, what are you doing? And I go, nothing, just juicing. And at that time, people were really, those who are really into the lifestyle, they've always been into the lifestyle for a long time, but you didn't have as many juice bars around mm-hmm. at the time. And only thing I knew was what Dr. N.W. Walker was claiming in his book. So I just continued to do the juicing. But keep in mind, I didn't change my diet. 
what happened was that once you start consuming that much energy from the enzymes, from the juices, your body, your mind no longer like governs what you decide to eat. Your body does. I'll give you an example. I used to love Alfredo sauce. Mm. I went for the Alfredo sauce and I was like, Ugh, it's like the worst thing ever. You know, like my palate could not, could not absorb it. It was weird. So now the lifestyle is changing. So now I'm listening to my body. So fast forward, we go through the lumpectomy and uh, I was told that I have to do radiation and chemo, but I didn't do chemo because my spirit wouldn't allow me to do chemo. I did do the radiation because of my family. My family insisted that I do the radiation. But even when I was going through the radiation, people would say, oh, my God, Sonia, your skin is amazing. Your hair is amazing. And I'm thinking, what? My skin is black because from the radiation, you turn so dark. And they're like, no, 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 your skin is beautiful. And that's when the aging, you stop aging. Mm. The lifestyle, is, it's unbelievable, but you really do. You stop aging. Because, and think about it this way, you're giving your body so much nutrients on a cellular level. When I was going through the cancer, the first thing they tell you is don't take any vitamins, right? Mm -hmm. So I wasn't taking any vitamins and I go, okay, but I'll continue to drink the juice. So what the juice was doing was actually, as, as far as I'm concerned, was helping to heal my body. I was assisting my doctors with the healing of my body. Mm -hmm. So fast forward, now I'm hooked. I'm hooked on juicing. Because what happens when you stop juicing, your body starts to desire it. And what I did when I turned 50, I started thinking about, you know, what am I going to do? I wanted, to, I wanted people to experience this lifestyle. I wanted people to become so in tune to their spirit that they actually are able to control their life a little bit more. Because that was the only time in my life that I did not experience any stress whatsoever. And granted, you know, I was, emotionally I was going through something, but I was so focused. Like I knew what I needed to do for my body. And I really felt like that came from, as odd as this may sound, but I really felt as though that actually came from the juicing. Because when you're giving your body such live energy, it heightens your awareness. So you're no longer dealing with those isms and schisms of the world. Mm -hmm. You become a little bit more in tune to, you know, divineness. That's the only way I can um, um, express it. Because it was... Sometimes in life, you know, you're, you're constantly asking yourself all these questions and you think you don't know the answers, so you're seeking it from other people. But at that time in my life, I felt like I was so in tune to my own spirit that I really didn't need to ask you the question because I already knew the answer. Mm. Does that make sense? That, that makes total sense. And it's like, for me, it goes into spirituality, going yes. to the oneness of the universe, yeah. you know, and the grandness of everything. Yeah. So I could see how kind of let your body do its own thing and not taking all the toxicity that comes with the world in general kind of opens you up to not even 
think about it, but also feel and experience it as well. So I completely get what you're saying. Feel it. And you know what's so funny is when, after I opened up uh, Spot Juice Bar, and I, I've been so fortunate because I have the best customers. And I had this one customer who came in, this lady. And I, I, I want to tell you this story because this is a special story, okay? This lady, her son was diagnosed with a rare form of cancer, and it was in his leg. In the, at the time, I think he might have been 20, 21. And she said to me, she goes, you know, I went to this other juice bar and I told my husband, no, this is not the place. This is not the place. Let's go over to Las Olas. And she says, I got to tell you something. Something brought me here. I really believe that spirit brought me here to this juice bar because I knew there was a juice bar on Las Olas. And when she walked in, I was there and she starts telling me about her son's cancer and that it was at stage four. And she's like, you know, I am going to do everything I can to prevent my son from dying. And I said to her, I go, you know, it's a great herb, healing herb. And I told her about burdock root and we actually do burdock root shots. Right. But I was, I sell the burdock root tea. And I was telling her all the benefits I got from burdock root. Now, burdock root is literally a root. And in the Asian culture, they tend to, uh, they eat it like you would eat carrots and parsnip, right? But it's a blood purifier. Mm. That's the beauty of it. And it's such a yummy tea, right? So I was telling her about burdock root. I was telling her about my experience with cancer. Because I'm, I'm not trying to come off as though... I am a doctor. Mm-hmm. I'm not a doctor. I'm just someone who had experienced something that was really great. Now, <laughs> let me, <laughs> let me <laughs> rephrase that. <laughs> let me rephrase that. <laughs> the outcome. The outcome the was outcome, great. The outcome was great. <laughs> I don't want to go through it again. <laughs> but I experienced something that caused me to become more connected to my body and to the universe. So I just shared with her my story. And she started buying the burdock root for herself. Well, here's the story. This is a great story. <laughs> she comes back and she says, Sonia, oh my God, it's not growing. It stopped growing, right? And I go, oh, that's so wonderful. Because you know what, what they're doing is they're doing, they did exactly what I did. They were working with their doctor. Mm-hmm. They're not surrendering to cancer. They're working with their doctor, and they're saying, okay, what Hippocrates say? Food is thy medicine. Mm-hmm. So they were using the medicine as a source of healing. So the burdock root, so she's making, because I told her, I said, one thing about herbal teas, some herbal teas, it's not like a one, one sip, it'll work. Mm-hmm. You have to do more. So they were doing about a half a gallon of burdock root tea a day. Mm-hmm. along with the juicing, okay? So it stopped, and then it stopped growing. And then her son came in to pick up more burdock root tea. And she's, he's like, you know, I feel so empowered. He goes, I used to eat a lot of junk food, a lot of junk food. I don't even touch the junk food anymore. Mm-hmm. See, that's part of the healing. When he told me that, I go, okay, now he's going there, you know? He's hitting, he's hitting the Alfredo period. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And he goes, I have no desire for it. And I go, you know what's so divine is that 
you're getting so many greatness from this. And what you're going to do, you're going to inspire other people. And he's already thinking about it, mm. right? So here you have a situation where this guy had a very aggressive form of cancer. And he decided that he was going to assist his doctors in healing his body. So he incorporated the juicing and the herbal teas. And he is, last I heard that he is practically cancer free mm. and they don't come in anymore. So I saw that as a, <laughs> as a win-win. So, you know, that was the whole concept of this. I wanted people to feel their power. And I think what's great about it is it's not anecdotal. You're actually sharing your experience. You're not saying I had a family member or I had this. You're saying this is what I did. And you're not saying not to go to your doctor. You're saying no. this is this is going to support your doctor and healing you're you. Helping. You're helping you know? your doctor. So I think that's a powerful message. And you know, you were laughing a little bit earlier about the experience, but the experience led you to this point where you can now, you know, give your testimony to the power of plants, the power of allowing your body to do what it's supposed to do and heal yourself. Yeah, yeah. I think people have forgotten because you think about our ancestors. They were out there in the fields gathering up the herbs, mm. <laughs> gathering up the food, you know, and they all had their remedy. And I think now we're in a society where everybody wants to pop a pill. They think, oh, if I pop this pill, it's going to do this, it's going to do that. But why not just feed your body, you know, um, and feel the energy and feel the empowerment of the food? That's what's so amazing. Mm -hmm. You know, I have people come in who are curious about the whole lifestyle. And I say to them, you know what? It's, there's always a juice. There's always something. Don't think, oh, it's too healthy. I'm not going to like, oh, what, what does that mean? <laughs> what does it mean you need food? <laughs> you know, you can drink, you can just, just drink fresh pressed apple juice. You know, people forget that you know, the fruit is the colon cleanser, mm. you know? If you just drink apple juice, you're going to go to the bathroom. You need to cleanse your colon because mm. that's where all the toxins are stored. So, I don't know. I, I do my best here. I put so much of my spirit into this juice bar. I love it when someone comes in and they say, Sonia, that juice makes me feel this way. Or Sonia, that smoothie makes me feel that way. I love that because that's where I get my high. Mm -hmm. You know, I know that every single item I created here, it came from my spirit. Mm -hmm. You know, and that was the intent. So when you feel the energy and you feel what the intention was when I created it, then that makes me feel really, really, really good. And that's what I want. Now, you said something earlier, and you said it the first time that I met you. So I want to share my experience the first time you said it. When you were talking about your journey on um, battling cancer, and you said in your 40s, like in past tense, I was like, what? You know, <laughs> oh, no, I know. You know, and, then you, and then you talked about it a little bit of how the aging process and everything. Like, I'm not just saying this to you don't look you look like you look way younger than than you are is that a testament to the juicing or is it just you know a part of the genes is your family like that too? It's the juicing. Wow. you know it's funny my mom my mom was the first one to call me she said to me she goes sonia your brother and i have been talking 
why aren't you aging? Mm. I go, mommy, I'm aging. <laughs> she goes, no, you're not. We have been talking about this a lot. I go, no, seriously, I'm aging. She goes, no, you're not. You're not aging. And I go, I think it's because of the juice. Mm. And she goes, and the first thing people say is, oh, I need to juice. <laughs> uh, yeah, it does. I, I've noticed, if you look at the picture of Dr. N.W. Walker, supposedly on his books, the picture is of him in his late 90s. And he looks every bit of 70. And then there's another lady out there, Mimi Kirk. Um, she's a, a plant-based chef. You look at her before and after pictures, mm. she looks amazing. She looks 20 years younger. Mm. This is what I think. With anyone who really embraces this lifestyle, because you're feeding your body on a cellular level, I think it is... Giving your body an abundance amount of nutrients is what slows down the aging process. This is what I believe. Mm -hmm. uh, I hear it all the time, and I, but sometimes like when I look at myself in the mirror, I see the difference. But when my mom said it, I well, the person who knows you, <laughs> she knows me well. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it is because of the juice. But I've been doing this for ten years. Thank mm -hmm. um, you. No, maybe longer. Yeah, I think it's longer. Maybe 11. But yeah, and I'll be 58 in what? <laughs> in a couple of weeks? <laughs> Leave your comments right now. Share what you're thinking right now. <laughs> oh my God. Two years away from 60. But you know what? As I told you before, a good friend of mine, she's in her late 80s. She says, sweetheart, it's just a number. You know, and you try not to get caught up in the number and don't tell people your age. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, right now we're in your, your juice bar here in Las Solis. You know, where our Soulful Vegans is all about shining a spotlight on businesses in South Florida that's spreading the message of eating healthy, veganism, plant-based lifestyle. And tell us a little bit about that journey, you know, um, when when did this open up? This is the spot officially open up. Okay, so Spot Juice Bar has been here for six years. Mm -hmm. We're going on seven years. <laughs> you know, it's it's funny. Uh, when I started this juice bar, I just wanted to flood everyone with nutrients. Mm -hmm. You know, and I wanted it to be a palate pleaser. I didn't know about the business aspect of it. Mm -hmm. You know, the challenges. With the business aspect of it, but I am proud to say that I survived. <laughs> Everybody needs to get a shirt. I survived. <laughs> I survived. <laughs> but you know what really feeds me is you know the customers because we have loyal customers here at the Juice Bar, and I've had customers like recommend the Juice Bar to their friends and family. Um, I be, I think it's probably because. They see the authenticity. I really wanted an authentic juice bar. Mm. And that's exactly what we have. We have about 15, 16 juices. Some of them are seasonal, mm -hmm. uh, like Star OG, that's star fruit, mm -hmm. um, orange and ginger. Right. And Don't Explain. Like Don't Explain came about because um, I wanted to create a juice that was loaded in vitamin C. 
to help people boost their immune system. And I, it just gives me so much glory when a couple of my customers came in and they said, Sonia, this juice is amazing. Before I travel, I come here and I get this juice and I don't get sick anymore. So I love that. That To me, that is like the best you could ever, ever say to me because that was the intent. So... I try to be as authentic. A lot of the juices come from my spirit. And literally, I like don't explain. I came in here one day and I go, I want to create a juice that's made with nothing but vitamin C. Oh, let me add this. Yeah. <laughs> I'll add this. I'll add baobab, baobab, kamu kamu, mangosteen, ginger. Ter- and then I have everyone taste it. And they say, oh, this is great. I go, okay, good. Here we go. <laughs> and what are you going to name it? I don't know. Don't explain. There you go. So it's like one of our best juices. So everything is done from love. It's coming from a spiritual place. Now, one of the things I keep here coming up in this conversation are the customers and their stories. Oh, yeah, now, I love them. Now, there, recently there was one of your customers that did something amazing. Do you want to talk about that? I know you know what I'm talking oh, about. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Ryan and Lauren Tannehill. Mm-hmm. Beautiful people. Beautiful people. You know, when the Tannehills, Ryan Tannehill, uh, he used to be the quarterback for the Miami Dolphins, and now he's the quarterback for the Tennessee Titans. Which right now, Soho Vegans calls them America's vegan team for a number of reasons. <laughs> okay. Keep going. I, talk, I just want to interject that. <laughs> and... A couple of weeks ago, someone had contacted the store of a publicist, and they said that uh, Ryan wanted to feature Spa Juice Bar on um, on his Instagram, and he was basically promoting African American businesses, and he chose Spa Juice mm. Bar. So I was like, "Wow." I'm like so touched. I'm, I love Lauren and Ryan. And, and you know the beauty of them when they were coming in? I didn't know who Ryan was mm. at the time, you know? Um, so anyway, uh, right before the Super Bowl, I go on Instagram and there it was. Mm. The video from Ryan Tannehill talking about how he comes to uh, Spa Juice Bar, how he loves Spa Juice Bar, how he was inspired by my story. And... It really, really, really touched my heart in a in a special way um, because I thought it was just so kind of them to do that. Mm-hmm. It was nice, really, really nice. So, yeah, I'm really, really proud of that one. <laughs> really proud. <laughs> so um, I was speaking to my producer, um, Gabby, earlier about juicing and going on a juice cleanse. If someone is thinking about that, what are, what's, some advice would you, what's some advice that you would give to them? Okay, so juice cleanse. I always say a juice cleanse is like that special time when you go inward. It's it's a time where it's all about you, and that's the intent. So how do you do it? If you're new to the lifestyle, then you have to prepare your body for it because you don't want to shock your body. Um, and how do you prepare your body? You prepare your body by strictly eating a plant-based diet. You refrain from processed foods. Uh, sugar, uh, coffee, you just basically, you'll be eating a whole foods diet. And that involves fruit, vegetables, nuts, and grains, certain grains. Lots of juices, if you can, during the process, um, 
the transitional time, which I call the pre-cleanse, smoothies, water, herbal teas. So you can do this a week, two weeks ahead of time. Then that way, it makes it so much easier for your body to transition to the juice cleanse. So once you do that, then you go into the juice cleanse. I highly recommend doing a three-day juice cleanse. Mm. So the first day of the juice cleanse is more the mental, because you're not hungry, because you have the food in your tummy from the night before. So as you're drinking the juice, you may go through this little jerky motion, like, oh, I have to eat. Oh, I have to eat. Mm. Just continue to drink the juice, because you're consuming six 16-ounce bottles of juice. So that's over a gallon of juice a day, mm-hmm. okay? Continue to drink the juice. So that's the first day. It's more mental. The second day is when you go through the detox. So the detox, you may feel a little lethargic. You may have flu-like symptoms. You may have acne. You may feel sluggish. These are the symptoms of the detox. But continue to drink the juice. And also, you're to drink half your body weight in ounces of water. I recognize that's a lot, but just try. You try your best. Or you can do herbal teas, healing herbal teas, not Lipton tea. So healing teas would be green tea, uh, Rubio's tea. What about herba mate? Herba mate? I'm not familiar with herba mate. Okay. What is that? I just know it as that. I I know it's supposed to be really good for you. It's really high in caffeine, but uh, it's it's all natural. I don't know too much about it, but somebody put me on to it. Okay. I wouldn't go for the high amount of caffeine, only because you're going to be high off of the juice. Mm-hmm. You you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but I would focus more on the healing teas. Exactly. Lemongrass tea, um, hibiscus tea. So that's the second day. And then the third day is the day in which you feel your light. Mm-hmm. And that's the day of empowerment. You wake up, you have an abundance amount of energy, your mind is clear, and you feel really, really good. You ever hear of people who have done 30-day cleanses, 14-day cleanses? Mm. It's because they're chasing the high. Mm. You feel so, so good. It's so undescribable. But also the key to a really good cleanse is to refrain from toxic talk and toxic people Mm. because you're detoxing. And that's important because you don't want to carry that energy with you because you're not going to have an effective cleanse at all. It is literally a moment in which you are all about yourself and nurturing and loving yourself. And what you want to do along with that cleanse is feed yourself nothing but positive energy. Affirmations are important, really important during this journey. And I, I did a, um, for the first time, I did a 30-day juice cleanse. And how I did that, a good friend of mine in Trinidad said, hey, Sonia, would you like to do a 30-day juice cleanse with me? And I go, no. (laughs) And he goes, he was talking about a dry cleanse, or you don't drink, you don't eat anything during the day and you eat at night. And I go, no. And then I started thinking about it. I felt like I needed to reboot. So I did the 30-day juice cleanse. And I got to be honest with you, I felt unbelievably good Mm. unbelievably good so that's my recommendation if you're going to do it do it correctly do the pre do the cleanse and then the post cleanse the post cleanse is the exact same thing as the pre cleanse so as you're coming off of the juice cleanse you want to consume 
The first day, smoothies, maybe a light salad, very light, no dressing whatsoever because you don't want to irritate the tummy. Mm -hmm. And then the second day, you may add a little bit more food to the diet. And then the third day, depending upon how long you're on the juice cleanse, the third day, you add, may add beans to your diet and then you go back to your lifestyle. But chances are your palate would have changed. So certain things that you would have eaten before, you may not be attracted to afterwards. Okay. And as we wind down the, the podcast and the conversation, I do want to touch on the different types of processes for juicing. Um, I know that it's not just one way of doing it. So could you go on a little bit into that? Oh, man. I wish we could do like a little, um, we used to do these little workshops here. So there's three types of juicers. There's the centrifuge, which is what everyone commonly sees at a juice bar. And then you also have the masticating system, which is the gear. It could be a single gear or a twin gear system. And then there's the elite cold press. There's a lot of juice bars. Here's something. There's a lot of juice bars out there that are claiming to be cold press, and they're not. And they're charging people a premium for that. So let me tell you the difference. The centrifuge system, zip, 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 it's a higher RPM. So what you're getting is you're not getting as much nutrient from the plant because it can only extract so much. But also that fast RPM heats up the juice slightly. So what it does, it's not giving you the same amount of nutrients as you would experience from a masticating system or a cold press system. That's why the shelf life for that particular juice is only 24 hours. Mm. Whereas if you did the masticating system, which is the next step up, the shelf life on that could be two to three days, depending upon the juicer. Mm. And it does not. It's a slow process. And what it does, it grinds, it triturates the uh, plant so that it's not heated. And you're extracting more nutrients, more juice from the plant fiber. So when you touch the two, the centrifuge, you'll feel moisture, a lot of moisture. Whereas the masticating, it'll be much drier. Mm -hmm. And then the next one is the cold press juicer. The one that Dr. N.W. Walker created was the Norwalk juicer. And that's like the, I would say the Rolls Royce of juices, juicers. And that one is very, very expensive. It's probably like about 2500 but it's worth the investment. Because when you taste the juice from a cold-pressed juicer, there's no fiber at all. Some people think it tastes a little bit like flavored water because it's so light. You have extracted so much juice from that plant base that if you were to touch the fiber of the cold-pressed, it's dry. Mm. There's nothing there. It's just flakes. And that's the difference. So when you're paying a premium for juice, you want to make sure that it is exactly that, a cold-pressed juice. Mm -hmm. I've gone to juice bars, and they're saying cold-pressed, and I look at what they're using, I'm like, that's not a cold-pressed juicer. But they're charging people a premium for it. The only reason why you're paying a premium for a cold-pressed juicer is that the time it takes to make the juice. Mm -hmm. It takes five minutes to do a centrifuge. If I were to juice a pound of carrots in a centrifuge, it may take five, ten minutes. If I juice a pound of carrots in a cold press juicer, it'll take about 15, 20 minutes. Because, okay, so the process. You grind, 
and then you place the pulp into a cloth, and then you have this hydraulic system that slowly extracts the juice. But when you taste the juice, it's not warm at all. So that's mm, the difference. Okay. <laughs> that's the difference. Yeah, I always, I always wondered, I'd go into a, a restaurant and I'll see, pick up the juice, I think it's juice, and it's like, well, this better be some special juice. But understanding the process, it makes sense now. Because it's the pro it's not you're not buying the juice you're not paying for the juice you're paying for the nutrients that have been extracted from it and the time and then also is it organic mm. now not everything that we have here is organic what we do we try to adhere to the dirty dozen list mm. because organic can be very very expensive and I just don't want to transfer that cost to the customer. But most of what we have here is organic. Real quickly, this is for people who may not know, what is the Dirty Dozen? Oh, it, okay. So the Dirty Dozen list, that was developed by the Environmental Working Group. And what they did, they did extensive study on how uh, fruit and vegetables are grown. And some, like for example, apples, the worst thing you could possibly give to your child is conventional apples. There's so much pesticides in um, they spray so much pesticides on the apple. Mm -hmm. So what you're doing is giving your child something that is really not that great. I mean, if you don't have a choice and you don't have a budget, then you just wash your vegetables really well with a uh, veggie wash or vinegar and water. Mm -hmm. But apples, I would definitely buy organic apples. But it's amazing. The Environmental Working Group, they've been around for a very, very long time. It's called EWG, and you can actually get their app and place it on your phone. So when you're going to the grocery store, if you want to buy organic and maybe you, your budget just isn't there, you can look down the list and you know exactly which ones are dirty, what they call the dirty list, the ones you want to avoid, like apples and strawberries, and the ones that are considered clean. Uh, clean 15 is what they call it, like corn, bananas, pineapples, onions, you can buy those conventional. Okay. And I think, in, in wrapping up, what would you like to tell our audience? Is there anything that maybe we didn't touch on or any closing you know, thoughts that you would like to share with them? You know what? I, I think what I would like for people to know is that you have so much power within yourself. And when you take the time to really, really love and appreciate the divine spirit of you and you nurture that, you don't have to seek um, uh, uh, gratification from other people in the world. Because you realize that the whole world is just a lot of people that are trying to find themselves and find themselves in a healthier place. When you just take the time and just nurture your body lovingly, through your food source, you are going to feel so amazingly beautiful, but yet so empowered. And that's the best feeling in the world, is that sense of empowerment. I, I, I tell people when they come in for the first time, I say, just drink the juice. They'll say, oh, I'm trying to lose weight. Don't worry about it. Just drink the juice. <laughs> just drink the juice. If you drink, if you just do 32 ounces of juice a day, that's what I call a lifestyle. Just 32 ounces. You'll be amazed at how empowered you are. You're going to be amazed at how great you feel. You'll be amazed at how beautiful 
your skin looks. And how you find that out is through other people. Because mm. they're going to tell you. All of a sudden, people that you know are going to say, wow, you look so wonderful. What are you doing? And you're like, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so now everybody's at home. They're watching and listening to this. Where can they find more about you and Spongy Sponge? Oh, we're here at 1217 East Las Olas Boulevard. And you can go to our website, www.spongysmart.com. And we're on Instagram and Facebook. And you can always come in here and taste whatever you want. That's another thing we do. Just come in if you're curious and you see a juice, just ask, can I taste that? And Susie or whomever's at the front will gladly give you a taster and with no obligation. <laughs> <laughs> That's the key. Because we just want people to experience the lifestyle. Well, thank you so much. Thank I appreciate you. you. It's great to hear the story over and over again. I'm excited to get this on video and on the podcast so other people can be inspired by your story. So thank yeah, you. Yeah, I want everyone to feel their life. Thank you. Wish you well, Hi, I'm Karen Calabrese and I'm with So Flow Vegans. Oh my God, you know, mm. I got to let people know how wonderful this is because people don't have an idea of what health feels like if they haven't been diagnosed with something. They're just assuming they're healthy. But like when I do my classes, we put people, they, they go raw, they start vegan. It depends on where you're starting at. Like the people last night, I started a class last night and I give them a choice of going from meat eater to vegan or being vegan to raw. But you got to pick one of them to go in there, you know, and we do it for a week. And so what happens is if you get people doing these things for a week, your body, your mind catches up to your body because mm. the brain is telling us what we can and can't do. But if you get that biochemistry going right first, it's a little difficult. You can force yourself to do the negative stuff, you know, and people as human beings, they're going to do it. You know, I remember my beginnings. I went back and forth and back and forth. This can be part of the process. But. When you go raw, you just have no idea how wonderful you can feel. I mean, it's it's amazing. And I want everybody to do it. <laughs> so, what what exactly is is raw is um is raw food? It means that the foods have not been heated over 115 to 120 degrees. So, anytime you heat up something past that, the fire fire kills, fire destroys. So, the fire destroys the enzymes and the oxygen in the food. So if it hasn't been heated to that, which is why we dehydrate foods at 115, the enzymes are still alive. You can actually make a soup and put a, a temperature thing in. If it doesn't go over 115, it's gonna feel hot, but the enzymes are still intact. Mm. So it can be, and I know that there are raw foodists out there that are, you know, some don't eat garlic, some don't eat peppers, some don't eat this, some don't eat that. You know, they put all these little pockets of what you can and can't do. For me, if it's raw and I enjoy it, I'm going to eat it. You know, I don't eat raw meat or eggs or things like that, that I know there are people that do that. But um, it's just your foods that have not been heated over 110, 15 degrees. So the enzymes are intact. Then it's considered living. Oh, no, it's considered raw. Living is when it's been sprouted or fermented. Then that's living foods. And living foods are actually even better for you than just raw foods. Dr. Wigmore, my teacher, used to leave all of her food out overnight so it would become more enzymatically alive before she ate it. Mm. And we make a drink that we make and sell and I teach called Rejuvalac, 
which is a fermented drink. So getting in the good bacteria is also very, very important. But uh, if your listeners want to give themselves a wonderful challenge, just try it for one week. It isn't that easy to do if you don't have a program or an intention set in your brain. But one week, and it's you, you can't. Are you raw? No, but I, I have done raw. I've done a, a couple of challenges. I've done, like a, uh, I want to say, like maybe a 21-day challenge. Mm-hmm. And... I, I 100% hear what you're saying. It's like the first week I felt great. I lost weight. Um, my, my skin cleared up. So everything, I, I 100% believe everything that you're saying. It's just excuses. <laughs> Why I- okay, I'm glad we've said this because it's not just excuses. This is why I teach my detox classes are the most important thing to do. It's even more important than being vegan, raw, vegetarian, blah, blah, blah. It's detoxing the body. And even though I'm 100% vegan for over 50 years, I'm 100% raw for over 35 years, I still detox, I don't drink, smoke, or do drugs. I still detox my body a minimum of four times a year because you have to break down those layers of toxicity. Even if you're not eating them, you're driving behind buses taking in chemicals. Even if I'm buying organic vegetables, that organic farm is right next door to the pig farm. You know, the wind isn't going to say I'm going to stop here and then go any further, right? Mm-hmm. You just pay more for the vegetables. So because I'm exposed being in this world and I live in a city, I don't live in a jungle where we're supposed to be. Uh, I find it necessary to clean my body out four or five times a year. And that's what I really credit my success to more than anything, more than being raw, more than being vegan, is that I clean my body out. So I I teach classes and I've been teaching them for over 45 years. I teach a 10 day and a 30 day. And the reason I think it's so important, even if you're already doing it, is just to put you in that, I call it your, your primal, your perfect learning, your perfect healing zone, you know, your sacred healing space for yourself three or four times a year, just to reconnect and make sure that maybe you're ready to go to another level or another level or another level. So I think detoxing the body of which I regularly teach classes. I don't have my book here. Hey, Nancy, this is one of my books. This is a cookbook and uh, this side is cooked food and this side is raw Mm. food. But I also have a clean, my cleansing book, too. So I have a book out that you can read. Is it under here? The book's back. No. Um, I have uh, a couple of books out. I stream my classes all over the world. And when we started last night, we have people in Seattle and New York and France. We have people all over the world taking my classes. And to me, that's the most important thing that I teach. Because what I say, there are a million protocols out there. There are a million, you know, you can go online and get a protocol to do a challenge or a, a detox or cleanse. But I think it's my experience that I lend. I think it's because I've done it for 50 years. This isn't something I've just read from a book. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I learned from the greatest master of all, Dr. Ann Wigmore, who heals herself of terminal cancer and diabetes and everything else. She used to stay in my home with me. Uh, I used to go to Hong Kong. Uh, with my husband, we used to go twice a year for about 25 years. So I worked with Chinese doctors over there and learned stuff. So I just do a combination of all the stuff I've learned. But I think it's what comes out of my mouth is the most important to help people learn to make the change. Because when you realize that there's a symphony going on in here, 50 trillion things that you don't have to think about that's going on without you, and you realize the importance of everything that goes in here is going to affect everything 
even from the tip of your head to the bottom of their toes. You know, we aren't stagnant beings. We're like a, a, a river flowing. We're always changing internally. So you always have the chance to up your game and get better. Mm. You know, you get new cells every seven years. You get new tissue every three months. You get new bone marrow. Everything is changing. So if you get that mindset and you remember to keep cleansing and help that change go along, you're just not going to age or get sick. Like the coronavirus now is the big thing, right? Everybody's worried. I have no concern of that whatsoever. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't think of those things at all. They don't even occur to me. I have my other reasons about it too, that I, you know, I won't get into politics, but, um, I'm not concerned with it. I have a 5G thing on my phone because that may have something to do with it. And I have lots of oxygen. Viruses can't live in an oxygenated environment. We have a rife machine here. You know, it's population control. But <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to get political, but I'm not, I don't get concerned about sickness or illness or anything. We want to thank Sonia Turbos for joining us in today's episode. It was inspiring to hear her story and share it with the community. Remember, you can join SoFlow Vegans and help us create more of these episodes by going to SoFlowVegans.com slash opportunities or go to SoFlowVegans.com slash support to see all of the ways that you can support us. If you want to hear past episodes, as well as the full episode featuring Karen Calabrese, go to SoFlowVegans.com slash podcast. Be sure to leave a review wherever you subscribe to our show and share it with as many people as possible. The more people that listen and support SoFlow Vegans is the more that we can do some real good for the community and make South Florida a global hotspot for veganism. Check back next week and thank you for listening to the SoFlow Vegans podcast.